Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. To me, this feels like the first episode of the year. Is it the first episode of the year? When did we do the new moon bonus podcast? I don't know. But to me, there's this excitement, and I want to share it with you before I we get into the actual content in the episode. But the excitement that I want to share around 2022 is we have a whole new team. There are four new people on the rewilding team. We have a lot of new ideas on how to bring more into our community, how to create an even stronger community, how to give back, pay forward, how to bring in new spiritual technologies. I'm feeling this strongly. You'll hear me talk about this in the episode. How to bring in this new, like how to really pioneer um, new ways of thinking about things, new ways of growing within self, new ways of supporting you on your path to coming into true self, your rewilding path. Um, there's this other part, I'll show this tiny little part. Um, if you've been around for a while, you've sort of seen the evolution of rewilding for women. And then it went to Sabrina Lynn and reunion work, right? Because the sacred marriage just came about and working with divine masculine energy and divine feminine energy, sacred androgyne energy, the creation energy, the embodiment of the all of it. Um, then we went into like really living from soul, living close to the bone. I know a lot of you are members of that community and don't worry if you're not, we'll open that up again and we'll let you know about it when that opens up. But this, these different aspects of it. And we very recently, like yesterday in the team meeting got really, really real about this and what all of it is rewilding. All of it is rewilding. And to me, what the heck is rewilding? Rewilding is coming back to true self. That's it. Coming back to true, full, authentic, raw, soulful self. That's it. And to me, everything that we do fits under that. Whether it be the sacred union, whether it be sacred sexuality, whether it be living from soul, living close to the bone, whether it be mystery school, whether it be priestess training, all of it sits under this, it's rewilding. We're coming to true self. We're finding true self. We're on that path of peeling back the masks, awakening the dormant, beautiful capacities within. Um, so I know that that's like an insider, you know, like Sabrina, whatever, just give me the content. But I feel like we're also really creating this community and I want to share these things with you. I, I want you to be part of the, the, uh, the creation of this, part of the conversation, part of how all of this unfolds. The only reason, this is absolutely true. If you're in the Facebook group, you'll know this. The only reason that this episode is on our audio podcast is because Facebook group members voted to put it on the audio. I literally, the morning, the day that I'm recording this, I put it out in our Facebook group. I'm like, hey, what do y'all think? Do we put astrology, full moon conversations on the podcast or do I just keep them on the YouTube channel? And it was like two to one votes. Just put it on the audio. We, we, I'm an audio listener. The astrology helps me. Put it on the audio. So those votes win and that's all you. I wouldn't have done it um, had everyone not voted and said, yes, put it on the podcast. So uh, if you're not part of that 
aspect of our community, even you here listening to the podcast, you're part of the community. But if you're not part of the Facebook group, there's always an invitation to join there. Just search Rewilding for Women um, on actually not rewilding for women, <laughs> rewilding Sabrina Lynn, we've opened it up to all genders also. So just know that our group is just soul-centered beings doing rewilding. <laughs> um, so that invitation is always there to come and join us there, join in that conversation. Lots of you know conversations around podcast topics and different practices and different workshops and retreats that that people in our community are going through at different times. Speaking of retreats, we don't have retreats open on a continual basis. You'll see on rewildingforwomen.com, we have the workshops available at any time. Those are the six faces, the lover, the dark goddess, the medicine woman, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't have the retreats available all of the time. We open them when we feel we can hold the energy for them. We open them when, well, this one was an interesting one. Um, when we kind of get a tap on the shoulder or it feels like collectively the energies support it, astrologically the energies support it. And right now is a crazy good time to journey into the underworld. So no matter how you're journeying into the underworld, it is a really good time. You'll hear me talk more about this. Sorry, these are my two beautiful babies. One is mine, one I'm babysitting. So if you hear like little dog, um, puppy prints in the background, that's just my little beloveds running around my feet. Um, I tried to record this while they were outside. I didn't make it because I talked too much. Um, so. Persephone is available. Um, that door is open for that retreat. It will only be open until January 29th when Venus comes out of retrograde. Part of what supports this is Venus in retrograde opening up those doors to the underworld. Boy! Yeah, I'm the alpha. Sit. You're a good stay. Stay. We're going to have to make this really quick because I don't think they have a lot of staying power. Mine does, this one doesn't. You, sit. Shoes. very good. And then they just start pawing it. Okay, you're free, go run around, get out of here. Um, sorry for the little commercial dog break. Uh, I'm back. And I think we'll just end it at that. You'll find links to everything, rewildingforwomen.com. You'll see that that retreat is open. Uh, I'll talk a tiny little bit about um, it in the astrology today simply because Pluto is opposite this full moon on the 17th, and Persephone is perfectly conjunct our North Node. It's huge. Venus is retrograde in the underworld. It's, it's one of those times Juno is involved, which is all about relationships. Parvati is involved in this full moon, all about relationships. Juno and Parvati, they're goddesses of marriage, goddesses of love, goddesses of sacred union. So all of this territory, which is beautiful Persephone territory, is on offer right now. Okay, enough. I'm going to go yell at these dogs and boss them around some more. That's my job. All right, I love you. Enjoy the episode. Let's talk full moon in cancer. Oh, let's also have some fun today, right? There is an insane amount of Uranian energy coming at us. There is an insane amount of Pluto 
energy coming at us. There is Venus in retrograde. There is Mercury who's just gone retrograde today. This is two days before the full moon on the 17th. It's right now the 14th. There is the nodes, <laughs> the nodes of fate. So that hold your destiny, the collective's destiny, they're shifting signs. <laughs> they're, the North Node is conjunct a dark goddess. <laughs> it's mental. Uh, so let's have some fun with it. I have a few different aspects I want to talk about for this particular embodied astrology video. As always, I invite you to walk into this from a standpoint of really standing in your own wisdom, in your own power, and with like that, um, that wisdom filter on. So you're really feeling and you're listening to all the different threads and going, what's here? What's resonating? What's, what's sticking out? What's really calling me? What's triggering me? What's annoying? What's, where am I getting a charge? That's a really great way to walk through this conversation together. Another really great way is to make it to the end because maybe the first theme isn't the charged theme for you. Maybe that's not where the big profound message is. Maybe it's in the last minute of the video. So I just say that too. Well, one, of course it helps us on YouTube, right? If you watch a video the whole way through, that helps us. If you watch it a hundred times the whole way through, that really helps us. <laughs> if you hit the like and the subscribe and leave eight comments that are huge long comments, that super, super, super helps us. So of course that helps us, but I'm not sharing it from that place. I'm sharing it from the place of how are you gonna get the most out of this video? Okay. Let me feel where to go first. First things first, this full moon is in Cancer. Full moon in Cancer, the sign of Cancer. If we were to feel into Cancerian energy, so now this is where we're gonna get embodied with things. We're gonna really tap into the energy. So I'm gonna invite you to let your body feel, invite your heart to come online, invite kind of that central channel to come online, That column of energy that runs from the crown of your head all the way to the, your base of your spine. Let's actually do that really quick. Just a super quick um, Sabrina Yummy practice. So just breathing really big deep breaths and just letting, this is actually a really great practice for this full moon with the amount of Uranian energy and this whole year with the amount of Uranian energy that's coming at us. It's asking for upgrades, right? Upgrades in our nervous system, upgrades in our uh, mental body upgrades in our spiritual body up just it's asking us to evolve that's uranian energy it's upgrade it's upgrade it's new it's upgrade uh, it's kundalini awakening it's spiritual awakening it's higher mind higher ways of thinking higher ways of seeing anyways back to this practice so big huge breath and you just let and in this particular full moon energy, the way that there's a billion, an infinite amount of ways to work with this central column, but 
in this particular full moon, I would invite you to work with the central column. You just bring your awareness, focus, and tension on the central column, and you just let the energy run. You just let it run. So you bring all of your awareness, all of your intention, all of your focus, your breath, your movement, your sound, all of those different modalities that you've probably heard me talk about a billion times in a billion different videos. You bring all of that and you just go, okay, okay, I'm just gonna let the energy move. I'm gonna let the energy move. I'm gonna let the energy move. Let things move. In this full moon astrology, a week to either side, really, like the day this comes out, and then it's probably good until the new moon when I do the next one. I really try to make these videos all encompassing so it's not just specific to the moon. Of course, the energy will be most potent around the new moon, which is why I encourage everyone to watch it as close to the full moon as possible, but know that this will kind of hold us until the new moon. And so just, you just let the energy run. You just let it run in that central column. You focus on the central column. Don't get distracted by like, oh, my right shoulder. That's a different practice. You could do that. But in this practice, it's really having the discipline to, and discipline is a gift to freedom. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that fucking crazy? I could do an entire podcast on that. And if you want that, leave me a comment below saying, Sabrina, discipline is a pathway to freedom. What the are you talking about? I can talk about that for weeks and I can give you examples of that and how it supports the feminine for weeks, right? Okay. Anyways, so be disciplined to allow an infinite amount of freedom to happen in your central column and just let the energy dance wildly. Let it dance you. So it's like you're being danced by something higher than you, something beyond little self, something beyond the mind, something beyond the emotions. You're being danced by this very high vibrational awakening, evolutionary, kundalini, spirit, high voltage, high soul juice energy. So that's what you want to keep your focus on is just letting that like aliveness happen in the central column, letting that soul fire juice just wake up and move, 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 move. Okay, I know that I haven't talked about astrology yet other than moon is in cancer and open up the central column. <laughs> so to support all the Uranian energy. So let me weave now back into astrology. I feel like that was what we needed to electrify us and open us up to whatever it is that we're gonna go into in this conversation. Moon and Cancer. Cancer is depth. Cancer is emotional. Cancer, the gift of Cancer is that it will take us, gift of water signs, will take us deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into things, into depths where fire and air and even earth don't necessarily get to. That's one of the gifts of Cancer. So if you feel this, um, this cancer full moon, you go, okay, cool. I'm able to access deeper feels in myself, um, deeper desires. This is something we've been talking about in the astrology. It's very much there given Venus is still retrograde in Capricorn. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but deeper desires. So this full moon in cancer, really like holds us in the watery depths like come deeper with me come deeper with me come deeper with me there's more to feel here there's more to see here instead of 
what we can do a lot is skim the surface on things. We can skim the surface on things. We can blow past things. We can brush over things. We can be so busy, 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 hurry, 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 that we miss the gift of the depths. Let me give you an example. I have a very dear friend of mine who is Cancerian. I am a lot of fire. <laughs> I definitely can be one of those who, okay, let's just move. I don't see what the point is of diving deep. Like, why do we have to swim in this for so long? But I swam with her this morning for what a fire sign would be like, oh. And the gifts that came out of this, the intimacy, the love, the really, um, even seeing myself on a deeper level, seeing things in myself, things being revealed to me, things being revealed to her, and just the deepening of our friendship, the deepening of our connection, the deep, that, that, like, that, like, life, where you just, you're just like, yes, life is in love. Life is in relationship. Life is in connection. L life is in this when I, when I can stay with you in this, and I can sit with you in this, and I can be with you in this. This is, this energy that I'm talking about here is not just because we have a full moon in Cancer. It's also because Venus is retrograde, which takes us into the underworld, takes us deeper. Also because Mercury has gone retrograde. That is, it's like those energies, instead of being external, go, 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 think, Mercury's the mind, like thinking forward, thinking, thinking, thinking external. What do I do in my outside world? Where do I move from here? What are my plans? Da, 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 da. Everything's external. It's like all of that energy turns toward us, turns toward us and asks us to reflect, asks us to go within. So it's the mind wants to, you know, whether or not how much we fight this <laughs> is up to us. This is part of the gift of embodiment and working with the energies. Okay, cool. My mind wants to go within. It wants to reflect. It wants to revisit. It wants to revise things. It's wanting to support. All of this is in support of soul's growth. So everything that I share, the way that I look at a chart, read a chart, feel the energies, embody the energies, bring it out to you is in a way that is an invitation to soul growth. Um, to evolution, to your own stepping into true self, your own coming into full self. So if we have Mercury wanting to revise, revisit, reflect, renew, you can think about all the re-words, but Mercury is in the sign of Aquarius going into Capricorn. So this is one of these things that just, there are so many fucking links to this Capricorn, Uranian energy, Venus is in Capricorn, right? We have the Saturn Uranus square. We like, there are, it's like these big bold energies are coming at us from multiple angles. They're so like, okay, just in case you didn't get the Saturn Uranus square, which everyone is talking about because it's hit multiple times, yada, yada. Just in case that didn't get you, I'm gonna give you a Mercury retrograde going through Uranus, basically, which is Aquarius. Uranus and Aquarius, very similar energy. I'm gonna give you a Mercury mind retrograde so you can go into Aquarius, the new, 
the new, the freedom fighter, the rebel rouser, the pushing against old structures, right? I'm gonna give you a reflection, revisit, revising in that new energy, that wake up energy, that Kundalini awakening energy into, so Mercury goes all the way back into Capricorn. So we're gonna go through freedom fighter, new stuff, waking up, higher mind, new technologies, new spiritual technologies. We talked about this in the last video, cryptocurrency, like all of these new things that are coming in, right? And then I'm gonna take you into Capricorn. So I'm gonna take you into the structures. I'm gonna take you into Saturn. I'm gonna take you into, <laughs> Um, I'm going to use the word discipline. Isn't this wild how it all weaves together? So discipline, like with discipline, we have more freedom. I'm telling you, like that sounds so crazy to me, but crazy to most, not to me, I live it. But so if we were to take, take this and let me try to find some more words for you so you can get a better feel for this and what this means for you, I want this to really hit home. So... We have this, our mind is wanting to go inward, reflecting, revisiting, revising, renewing, rejuvenate. It's wanting to, to really revisit, revise things in the new, back into the old. What are the structures and the foundations I need to support the new? What are the structures in your life? Maybe it's that you need to wake up an hour earlier so that you can get your, your practice in. Maybe it's that a different structure needs to, to be created in your life. A different structure, foundation, discipline to support the new. If we're going to bring in, if you're going to bring in the new, whatever that is in your life, the new way of being, a new, the new health in your body, the new um, uh, way of seeing the world, the new perspective on the world, the new emotional freedom, the new freedom to express who you truly are, the new you, right? Or the new relationship or the new career or the new way of being of service in the world. If you're going to call in this new, cause it's all right here. It's here. Like it's, it's, it's here. It's in infinite amounts, infinite amounts of new ways of creating, new ways of building a business, new ways of being in relationship, new ways of having sex, new ways of raising babies, new ways of teaching babies, new ways of all of it, new ways of politics, new ways of money, new ways, new ways, new ways, new ways, new ways. And think about your own life and you can feel into with all of this retrograde stuff, it helps us to feel into what are the new things that I'm being called to. And that's a big reflective question. So that'll be practice number two. Reflective question is, what are the new things I'm being called to? I'm being called to a new way of relationship. And you can use the passion piece, Venus retrograde. What, what brings me passion? What, what, like, I'm, I'm passionate about, we, I have a new team. We have a new rewilding team. I'm passionate about co-creating a new way. I'm passionate, the whole team is passionate about this, right? I'm passionate about new spiritual technologies this year. I'm passionate about <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> I'm just feeling into like new ways of, 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 oh God, 
got sexual for me there. Like sacred sexuality, new ways of being with another, new ways of... Uh, and can you feel like, I don't want to do this while I'm here with you on a video, but my mind, and just feel that doorway, my mind, because we've got Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde, my mind can go there. The door is open for me to go there, to go where, um, where I want to bring in the new. And then we have to be a little bit compassionate with ourselves about this, <laughs> but we want to ask the second question, which is, okay, I, so I'm passionate about creating this new team. I'm passionate about creating this whole new rewilding, um, like workshops, retreats, ways, this whole new spiritual path, this whole new spiritual technology. I want to bring in all of this new spiritual technology. This, I'm not saying anything that's not true here, right? I'm so passionate about that. And then we go, as Mercury goes through the first phase, which is in um, Aquarius, that's the new energy, the, the Uranus energy, then goes into the Capricorn energy. That's when we get to go, cool, what structures and foundations and supports do I need in order to bring the new in, right? What, what's the groundwork? If I'm going to lay the groundwork to bring in the new that I have defined that I'm passionate about and I'm called to, what's the groundwork I need to lay? Okay. I don't know if I know the answers yet. This is the part where I said we have to be a little bit compassionate, a little bit patient about. We might have a sense of them, we might have a feel of them, but we might need to wait a little bit longer as Mercury retrogrades all the way back to the point where as far back as he'll go into Capricorn and then starts to go back forward. That's a sweet spot. I don't know the exact date of that. We'll put it in the description below. We'll talk about it in our Facebook group. If you're not there, you can find links up here and come join us. It's a fucking cool ass community in there. If I do say so myself, <laughs> but, um, but that date will be really important to just like take a note of and go, okay, I might now get some insights as Mercury starts to, to go forward. Right? So that's the date that would be considered Mercury direct. You can Google it too. Just when does Mercury go direct? Um, and so, that's an important date. And then we start going back through Capricorn and back through Aquarius. That's when we get to like, ha, ha, ha. like all the insights start to happen. A lot of times that's when the, but they can happen this whole time. So holding those doors open. Okay. Let's talk. Let me see. Where do we want to go next? We have to talk Pluto. We have to talk Hades. We have to talk God of the underworld. We have to talk dark masculine. Um, this is an energy, how I'm feeling this in the moment. Pluto is very vast, very broad, can be like shadow work, unconscious. All of those different things. Pluto is very, very, very complex archetypal energy, um, which makes him so gift-filled because he can take us into so many different places. However, how I'm feeling this particular full moon he is opposite the full moon so he's which means he's conjunct the sun right now so he's conjunct the sun opposite this full moon and how it feels for me and this sounds strange because a full moon is typically the energy of um, culmination things coming to culmination 
But with Pluto there, there's this energy of renewal, of renewal, rebirth. Pluto's very much known for rebirth and renewal energy. Um, many, many women who work in the archetypal energy of Pluto or Hades will experience um, birthing. They will experience, seriously, I'm, I'm not making this up or exaggerating this any way. This was so trippy to me when this first started happening to me. First, Pluto was all about shadow, shadow, um, death, uh, like the unconscious realms, like the occult, the hidden, the, and that's all true. And that's how it was for me, like many, many trips into the embodiment of Pluto and just working um, in a way where you're uh, archetypally um, embodying that energy, opening up that part of self, clearing out that part of self, healing that part of self. And so it was, and this is fairly typical for many, is it's the start of it is, is very healing and purifying and releasing old wounds because he'll show you things that where you hold shame. It's also really great around showing you your limitations because you're afraid to be that wild. You're afraid to be that sexual. You're afraid to be that powerful. You're afraid to be fill in the blank. Just, just fill in the blank. Sometimes we're so unconscious of these things. Like I, I was afraid to be priestess. E. I was afraid to do this work in the world and I didn't even know I was afraid to do this. I didn't know that this was my work in the world, right? And Pluto was a part of that. But really understanding that there's a certain point or there's a certain doorway or an aspect of Pluto to work with where I'll go back to my own story just to keep it simple and tangible was that shadow worky stuff stopped and then it was just every time I would work in an embodied way with the energy of Pluto I would be going into giving birth energetic birth I would just be birthing and in those experiences, I couldn't tell if I was birthing myself <laughs> or if I was giving birth. And then I realized it was both. Like I was giving birth, but I was also being birthed. So it was like this rebirth for myself, rebirthing, and then this real intimate connection with um, the birth-death cycle, with the, the creation cycle, with... Um, cosmic and, and going beyond. So some astrologers will talk about Pluto as um, androgyne, as, an and as, as both masculine and feminine, as holding both masculine and feminine. I've experienced that. I've also experienced him as, you know, like the, the bad boy, <laughs> leather jacket wearing, motorcycle riding, you know, god of the underworld. Yes, totally have experienced him as that. Um, and that like brings up the like 50 shades of gray, like that aspect of, you know, that interplay between that thread of masculine and that thread of feminine, but have also experienced him in this wholeness way, wholeness way. I mean, it's almost like an evolved expression of Pluto is in this like, okay, let me beyond the shadows and beyond the, you know, the hidden and the occult and the, all of those things beyond that, like I, I, I am connected to, to birth, to, to rebirth, to renewal. I, I am that. And so it's like, <laughs> um, it's almost like this, 
full moon is, 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 let me feel for the right words, is us moving through the birth canal and being birthed into the new. That's a practice that you could do like right over the full moon, around the time of the full moon, can be a couple days after, during it, on it would be great. But you almost feel yourself and do this practice, like get in fetal position and allow yourself to move through the birth canal. Like, okay, I'm coming out fresh and new. Do you see how much this supports that fucking Mercury retrograde piece I was talking about? This Uranus versus Saturn. Like, this is why this astrology is so mind-blowing to me. So much of it is supporting us coming into our, our next greatest level of who we're meant to be. Our next greatest expression of our own humanness, right? Our next, it's like opening up potentials in your body that you didn't know were there. Opening up dormant mystical capacities in your body that you don't even know are there opening up passions and desires that will really bring you fulfillment and really make you feel like you're on purpose. You're living the way that you came here to live. You're doing what you came here to do, right? All of that, it's, it's like this moment in time, not just you know this week or this month. This, I think this year is gonna be a pretty tumultuous year, by the way, because it's asking us to move into the new and we, are going to go kicking and screaming. We don't like a lot of change. We don't like rapid change. And we've just come out of a real stuck time where we've gone really into our shells, which is cancer, right? Cancer is the crab. So we've gone into our shells. We've gone into lockdown. We've gone into hiding. And, and I'm not saying that there aren't gonna be more lockdowns. I'm not saying that there isn't gonna be more restrictions or anything like that. I think there's gonna be this huge interplay of restriction, freedom, restriction, freedom. All of that's gonna be happening this year and not just externally, but internally. Internally, now here's another practice for you, feeling into like reflecting, because this is a great time for reflection with all the retrogrades. Reflecting on, okay, when have I um, stayed restricted when I actually wasn't restricted? Here's something that I'm watching that is so wild and crazy is that we've gone into this habitual mindset thinking that we're restricted and we're not. I legitimately hear people in my world talk about, oh, I can't go anywhere. Really? Says who? I, 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 I can't. Well, like your government? No, no. Oh, so, so borders are open. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So um, do you need to have a vaccine to, to travel? No? Okay. And do you have one? Yeah, I'm vaccinated anyways. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but you're, you can't go anywhere. No, no, I can't, I can't go anywhere. Huh. Okay. Okay. So that's just in your mind. No, I can't go anywhere, Sabrina. So that's not your mind. So there's something else externally restricting you, like externally not letting you move. Okay, well, not really. Okay, so then there isn't. So then it's all in your mind. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah. Uh, hmm. Shit, shit, oh shit, yeah. I've actually done this to myself. I've actually put myself in a lockdown. I've actually put myself in serious restriction. Huh, it's not even really there. Oh, right, okay. 
<laughs> something to think about. Something to think about. Um, okay, so this new, this coming through the birth canal, this practice with Pluto moving you through the birth canal. You just, you just get on the ground, pretend you're in the womb, and play some like music or drumming music or something that really allows you to feel like a heartbeat is really good. So if you can find some music that is heartbeat, so it's really reenacting the womb feel and sound is mother's heartbeat, right? And so you put that on and suddenly cellular memory kicks on and you're like, oh my God, I'm in a womb, shit. But you make your way out of the birth canal, you just wiggle on the floor and you just get into it as far as much as you can. Wiggle on the floor and as you're coming through, you're just like, okay, okay, I'm coming into the new. I'm, I'm, I'm coming into the new. I'm coming into the new. Um, let me feel what to do then. I'm just feeling if there's another practice that arises then. I really only feel to just say keep it open. You come out, what, what now? Just keep it open. What, what is the, the internal call? What is the feel? Uh, what now? What, what wants to happen in your body now, in your being now? And it's not necessarily, I know the mind is wanting things. That's why I'm trying to give you things because I can feel you're like, okay, that, that's great. I've been reborn. Now what? Like, do I get insights? Do I get big visions? Do I get da-da-da? No, you don't. You're just new. <laughs> you're which is a big fucking thing in itself. You're just new. You, you've just rebirthed yourself. That's a big deal. Be an infant for a minute. Be an infant for a minute. Be, be just new. Be just happy with being totally new for a minute. Okay, uh, let me talk. Final point that I want to share with you all. And uh, let me feel, let me feel, let me feel. Um, the nodes are changing signs. The nodes are shifting signs. They're shifting from uh, Gemini Sag, North Node, South Node. These are the nodes of fate. These are important points. I talk about these a lot. They're important points. They point to, in your own birth chart, it will point to where you've come from, past life territory, soul gifts, what you've brought into this world with you. A lot of them are hidden until you work that territory. And you don't have to work that territory specifically with South Node embodiment or walking that destiny line like we do in rewilding, but working that territory in past life regression or in other, there's many other ways to work that territory. And it doesn't have to even be past life. You don't have to believe in past lives. It's just open the door to what you came in with because there's a lot of gifts. There's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of magic. There's also sometimes a lot of goo sitting on top of it. Let's be honest about this. There's sometimes a lot of fear. Like, oh, last time I reclaimed my witchy gifts, I got burnt at the stake, right? That sits on top of a lot of these hidden gifts that we've walked in with. But that South Node territory which when you work that territory, it opens up your north node. North node is your fucking destiny. North node is the thing that points to those desires around like, what's my sole purpose? What am I here for? What's my calling? What's my destiny? It, it, you can legitimately look at your chart and go, huh, that's it. But the problem is you'll a lot of times read it and go, no, no. No, definitely not. 
because the south node's so locked up and blocked up that you can't even see your potential. So had I in my 20s read my north node, right? My, in my own birth chart, my north node of my own destiny, my own potentials, my own call, like my soul's calling. If I would have read that in my 20s, I would have laughed. I would have, I would have laughed until I peed my pants. And, and then I would have laughed some more. And I'm going, you're, you're insane. You're insane. I am certainly not here to bring all of my past lives of living as a nun and a monk and living in all of these different esoteric spiritual traditions and in all of these different spiritual technologies. I'm definitely not here to bring all of that from my past life territory into this life and create organized ways of going into it, structured ways of going into it, putting it into something tangible and bringing it into the physical for other people to experience as my act of service. If someone would have told me that that's what I was supposed to do in this life or that's what my soul's potential was when I was in my 20s, I would have, I would have peed my pants. I would have peed my pants laughing. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm here to build business. That's what I would have said. I'm here to build business. I'm here to build business. I'm here, I'm here to, you know, whatever the heck I was doing at the time, right? Definitely. But then when, when we start to work in this, right, this deeper diving into who is Sabrina? Who, who are you without the masks, without the absorbed family patterning, without the conditioning, without the keeping up with the Joneses stuff, without the being told by society, by whoever, this is who we're supposed to be, or this is all that we're able to be. When we start peeling back that, we start to go, what? I'm a, I'm a shaman? What? I'm a priest? What? I'm, I'm a mom? I'm a father? What? It's shocking. It's shocking. So let me talk about this North Node, South Node thing. This is so good. So good. I'm telling you this full moon. If you're feeling psychotic, don't be surprised. If everyone around you is losing their shit, don't be surprised. If like mental illnesses are cropping up all over the place or just like even weird body things are cropping, don't be surprised. This is intense. It's intense. So these nodes are shifting. They're shifting into um, Taurus Scorpio. So North Node into Taurus, which is just too good, right? Because that's where Uranus is at. Dun, dun, dun. Like more of the new, bringing in, bringing in the new, but bringing it in in a tangible, physical way. Earthing it, grounding it. Taurus is Earth, grounding it, bringing it in. Bringing it in. This is the Saturnian piece. This is the Taurian piece. So it's asking us to embody it. It's asking us to make your dreams a reality. Make your spiritual bliss your life. Make the way that you see lovemaking and connecting and being with an intimate partner, the way that you feel that it's possible, make it a reality. That's really what we're being asked to. In all of this astrology, we are being asked to make it a reality. Bring it in. I want you to, it's like God, goddess saying, I want you to feel it in your body. I want you to experience it with your five senses. 
I want, I want it to be tangible. I want you to taste it, eat it, breathe it, right? I, I, that's, that's the gift that this is. And we're going to go kicking and screaming <laughs> toward the things that we want the most. Isn't that crazy? Us humans, we're so silly. We can't help ourselves though, right? We're going to go kicking and screaming. And so it's going to be a tumultuous, crazy, wild year. But let me talk a little bit more about these nodes here. This is our escort. We have an escort right now during this full moon in the next couple of weeks, we have an escort escorting us right into this North node, right into our, your, your potentials, your destiny, your callings, your soul purposes, right into like the next higher expression of yourself. And we, we have a dark goddess going this way, come this way, this way, I'll show you. I'll show you, yeah, we have to go do an under, we have to do an underworld journey, yeah. But that's part of the thing, that's the initiation. I'm, I'm gonna initiate you into what you're here to do. I'm gonna initiate you into your next best self. She's like, she's, she's on the North Node. They're degree for degree, right? They're right lined up. She's going, here, let me, let me move you into Taurus on your North Node. Let me move you into this energy. Let me take you by the hand and show you exactly how to do this. Who is it? Persephone. Who is Persephone? Pluto's consort. I talked about Pluto, rebirth, taking you through the birth canal. You have this archetypal couple, king and queen of the underworld, this archetypal couple escorting us right into our next best selves rebirthing us, giving us this opportunity to shake loose of the old stuff and really step into the new. They're right here. They're right here. And they're saying this way. So now you're probably wondering, how can I work with them? This sounds great, Sabrina. I have a guide. I have an escort. One is right here on this full moon, conjunct the sun, that's Pluto. One is right here on my north node, opening up future visions and soul purposes, that's Persephone. How, how, awesome, Sabrina, I'm in, how do I do this? Well, I gave you a practice that you can do with Pluto on your own. A practice that you could do with Persephone on your own would be a shamanic journey into the underworld, right? Find a drumming track and take yourself on a shamanic journey. And the journey is, I'm going to journey into the underworld. I'm going to journey into the underworld, right? You can listen to, you can go search around for, you know, guided shamanic journey into the underworld. If you want more, we, not knowing that this astrology was coming, I literally didn't see this until two days ago. We've been in mystery school energy. We did the free week of mystery school, the first week of this year. We've opened up our three month journey into the mysteries. It's been full on. I have not looked at the astrology until two days ago. And it was the day before that, that we were feeling, we were like, oh, I just feel like with Venus retrograde, opening up the Persephone retreat is a good idea right now. It's really all, all I was kind of feeling. Like, I just feel like Pluto return, the US Pluto return, talked about that in the last video. You can find that all over the place. I'll put links all over. But this, this, this seems like a really good idea. It's, it's, it just seems like the doors are really open to a Persephone journey, a Pluto journey into the underworld. And then I look at the astrology after we open the doors to the Persephone online retreat, which also there's two modules. It's optional that you can do with Pluto, with Hades. And 
So it's open, and I and I look at the astrology. I'm like, <laughs> well played, well played. You guys got me, <laughs> right? I mean, oh, it doesn't get. If I could watch myself on video, I would do that retreat right now. I can't. It's too weird for me. But if I could watch a video that I've done, I would do that. For the next three weeks, what am I going to be doing personally in my practice? You better believe I'm going to be journeying with Persephone. You better believe Pluto and I are hanging out. Saturn as well. So Saturn as well. But those two mixed in with Saturn, those are my three personal practices right now. Those are the three archetypes right now that are and Uranus. Sorry, there's four. <laughs> I'm trying to give you all of them. Uranus, I'm in that midlife crisis transit, uh, which is the Uranus square. It's also squaring my own natal sun and on top of my Chiron uh, conjunct Vesta. Not that you care about my chart, but this is going to be a magical fucking year. <laughs> like, this is going to be a magic. I, I can feel the charge. I feel the newness. I feel it. Um, my job, and I'm going to share this with you because I think it's an invitation for you too. Our job, I'll talk about it in terms of myself because it makes it easier, I think, for me and maybe to even hear. But my job is to just allow for the new, to just get out of the way. Get out of the way. See where I'm being rigid. See where I'm doing that. Oh, I'm restricted. I can't. Are, are you sure you can't do that? Are you sure you can't do online dating? Are you sure? Because your deepest heart's desire is relationship. Are you sure you can't do that? Is that true? Right? So this invitation to just be catching where I'm um, habitual, where I'm bringing in, where I'm not being open to bringing in the new spiritual technologies, where I'm not being open to um, bringing in the new team, where I'm not being open to bringing in the new ways of doing business. This. Um, I also promised that I would share, I would share a comment on every single live video that I do. This is the comment I want to share, and it's really good, so don't switch off because it's a comment that's about you, and I think you're going to like it. So hold on. So this is Audrey Talbot. Woman, love you. Thank you um, for this. This was in last, the last video I did on the new moon astrology, and I talked about cryptocurrency. I talked about this new you know, Pluto return, this new financial system, this new ways of, and this community, community is huge. We're walking into the age of Aquarius and it's community, 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 community. Um, and so this is, this is what I said. And I am so dedicated to this. This is part of this bringing in the new that I'm talking about. How can our community make money? That's me talking, right? How, like, this is part of what the team and I are working on. We talked about it yesterday in our team meeting. How can our rewilding community make money by being just a part of the community? Like, how can we all, <laughs> how can we all um, be abundant? How can we weave this all together? So anyways, this is, this is Audrey's comment. How can our community make money, in quotes? Oh my goodness, I love you. Uh, okay. This makes me feel weird when I talk about myself. I learned so much from you and I'm so, so grateful for you. That makes me feel weird. But I love it, Aubrey. I, I take it. I receive it. Thank you. Please do a video about cryptocurrency and how we can make money so I can turn around and give it back to you in mystery school. So there's this new fucking way of, um, of just energy flowing and money is an energy, right? And, and it, it, like the team went off yesterday about why are we paying Facebook to run ads. 
wouldn't we give that money to our community to share and talk about rewilding? Like, yes! But it's because we've always done it that way, right? Like, it's just, we've done it, we've always done it that way. We've always run Facebook ads. We've, al we've always done that. And so this example is just poking at just because we've always done it doesn't mean it's what's best right now. We are really being asked to be pushed into the new, really being asked to create the new. And it's, it's literally like we have all of the supports to be so creative, to come up with new technologies. And they don't have to be big fancy technologies. I know I hear the word technologies and I switch off. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not like an astrophysicist. I'm not coming up with new technology. This might be a new something in your kitchen. Right? This might, a new technology for you might just be a new way of breathing in your body so that you're more healthy in your body. It might be a new way of breastfeeding your baby, right? That's just better for the baby. It, but, but it's, it's, it's the, all of these things are so open and multidimensional beings. I know we've been talking a lot about that. Love all of your comments supporting the cryptocurrency conversations and the multidimensional beings. But the multidimensional beings, like it, the portal's wide open. Mars is on top of um, the galactic. I don't know, someone can leave a comment below. Mars is conjunct in this full moon. Mars is conjunct, I think it's the galactic center or the la la la, whatever point it is, it's opening up that, that portal to um, interdimensional beings and, and all of the just different wisdom. And so if we can get outside of our limited human ways of thinking and being and doing. I know that's my big practice for this whole year, definitely during this full moon, but for this whole year is to just, let me think bigger. And Jupiter, where Jupiter's at, is supporting this too. Jupiter and Pisces, no limits. No limits, no boundaries. Just go, just go. So I hope this serves. If you think there's someone who could benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a comment, let me know the part you loved. Let me know what really stood out for you. Let me know what that helps me to, um, to figure out what to share in the future astrology videos. We're getting back into podcasting, which is not just astrology. So if you hang out with us on the podcast, yes, love you, thank you. If you hang out with us in the Facebook group, amazing, awesome. If you're gonna do the Persephone retreat with me, hell yeah. It's really one of my favorite retreats. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a thing. <laughs> um, you'll find those details below too. It's only open while Venus is retrograde. So it's only open until the 29th. That again, that was my original plan for opening up Persephone. It was Venus is retrograde. This is such a Persephone underworld journey. Venus went retrograde conjunct Pluto, which is Hades, Persephone's concert. It's kind of like they have this threesome going on. I don't know, it's beautiful. I love it. It's all in the underworld. Um, so anyways, it's open until the 29th. So if you're hearing this before the 29th of January, Persephone retreat is open and then we'll close it again. Who knows when we'll open it again next. All right. Oh my gosh. I love our community. I love you all. We have a lot to do this year. We have a lot to bring to you this year. Uh, the team and I are cooking up really crazy creative ways of like, how you can make money <laughs> hanging out in the community. Uh, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out a lot of new, really cool things on how we can better serve you, how we can bring even more spiritual technologies out into the world. Um, yeah. Just how we can do, I don't know. I don't know what other magical, wild, crazy stuff we're gonna do. But I really appreciate you being here. It's all a co-creation. So thank you for everything that you bring to all of the things that we do. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you.